fuck is going on everyone i'm val and i'm kayla and this is 20 what podcast welcome back bitches it's me val and me gossip girl kayla cannot hear today (laughs) kayla cannot hear kayla's not here oh i was like okay that's fine um, we can close caption this. <laughs> well, today's episode is going to be a really fun episode. So we are obviously 20 what? 20 what means, you know, you're in your 20s and, you know, we're just trying to figure out what's going on. And that means 20-year-olds to 29-year-olds. Yeah. And we are past... But if you're, if you're not in your 20s, you can listen too. You can listen too and you can learn some things from us. We're yeah. mature b- beyond our years. Huh. But I think that... Um, this week we're going to try to, you know, we're going to shout out to you college kids because we, we did college. We're done with college. It's not a part of our lives anymore. So we have experiences. We have some Some tricks and tips, some tricks and tips on how to survive. So if you're just entering college or you're halfway through, just take a listen. Maybe you can learn a thing or two, or maybe you can be like, these girls don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, it's fine. But college, we can all agree is such a unique experience in your life. Like half of it is not even just the education if you're living on campus. It's Mm -hmm. living with your friends, living steps away from your food, your gym, your parties. Like, it's all within, at least for us, it was all within walking distance. Yeah, for some schools it differs, like, as you get into the city. But for us, like, we were just all, it was all right there. It was wonderful. So we both went to Plymouth State up in New Hampshire. Yes. Pretty, like, medium, smaller size school. I definitely say it's definitely a smaller school. Yeah, but it was wonderful, and there was enough people for us to, like, meet and have fun, you know? It was, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Lived it. Yeah, so um, we have a bunch of different categories and different hacks. Um, We're going to start with some dining hall hacks. Dining hall. So the dining hall is just a place of... It's just a place, honestly. Like, it, it makes me nervous, but I also really loved it. I think we can all agree that when we had dining plans or dining halls in college, we all got our mixers from the drink fountain. Yes. And if you didn't, get a water bottle, get a huge Nalgene or something, and go steal some fucking blue Powerade. Yeah, literally, I would go. And it, there was so much more, like, variety, too. So, like, mm-hmm. oh, I wanted vodka cram one night or vodka soda or vodka Sprite. Yeah. And then I would always get the blue Gatorade. Um, the blue Powerade for the morning after. I would never yep. mix with the blue Gatorade. That was my, you know, Yeah, revival. we had blue Powerade in our machine, I remember. I had it. I, my freshman year, I had at least two glasses of blue Powerade every single day. That's probably why that's I gained 20 pounds. That's why the freshman pounds. 15 is a thing. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's probably why I gained 20 mine pounds. Was, mine was the French fries. Mm, yeah, I know. There I, were so many French fries. It was just all you can eat. And I feel like that's a, definitely a good tip. Like, obviously, like, eat what you want, do what you want. But I just know that, like, my relationship with food in high school was so shitty where, like, I didn't really eat a lot. But then when I went right to college, having this, you know, dining hall, I just went crazy and I ate whatever I wanted. I ate, like, shit. And I just, like, you know, it was all you can eat. And I definitely, like, reflected in my health and my weight. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not trying to, like, come off wrong with that but like just definitely like go into it and just be smart so sarah my old college roommate and i we used to utilize our tupperware so we would literally bring like plastic baggies um we would bring tupperware Mm -hmm. to the dining hall and we would literally steal like lettuce one time i literally brought my ketchup bottle to not the dining hall, but to remember that cafe? I don't remember what it was called. The Panther Pub. No, the no not Pop. the Panther, Panther uh, Pub. I went there every freaking day. Uh, the Union Grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Union Grill. So I used to go to the ketchup thing in the Union Grill, oh, yeah. and I would take my empty ketchup bottle, and I would pu- use the ketchup pump. I caught you doing that once. I'm you really sure. did? I remember one time, it was like late, kind of later at night, and I'm always walking through the hub, and I see Val with the ketchup bottle just squirting ketchup <laughs> into it. <laughs> 
I remember seeing I caught But yeah. okay, why would I buy ketchup if I can just take the ketchup that I'm paying $30,000 a year for? It's true. And then like the meal plans overall are just so over fucking priced. Yeah. That like I'd never feel bad. I never felt bad about taking it. I'm like, you take so much of my money. I'll take your fucking ketchup. It literally. So like we would go and we would steal everything. We would steal like literally like things of bagels like big bags of bagels oh. we would sorry kayla we would take the tupperware and like fill up the peanut with peanut butter we would steal peanut butter and then we would yeah mostly salads i would steal a lot of salads yeah, and sometimes are- i would go into the gluten-free section because i didn't eat a lot of dairy and i would like take the vegan mac and cheese like they right. had like little boxes in the gluten-free section they did yeah they had like a little gluten-free area it was just this room for like gluten-free people but like I would they take did? some of the burritos. Oh, I, ooh, sorry. I was taking gluten options away from gluten intolerant people. Oh, I'm no. sorry. But I was also a vegetarian and sometimes there were really shitty vegetarian options. Yeah, there was. I remember. Well, so my freshman and sophomore year, I had full meal plans, but I wasn't vegan or vegetarian. And then my junior year, when I started living off campus and I had a stove, I had like a really small dining plan. But like it, there, it just like it was hard to nourish my body properly. With yeah. The dining hall. I do say though, if you have, if you are off campus and you have the option to get a smaller dining plan, I do think it's a good idea because sometimes you're just on the go, Mm -hmm. like you really can't go home or you didn't have time to cook, or you can be utilizing it as like a mini grocery trip and taking things. Yeah, I also like I see it because it's already prepaid for, and where like if you don't have that dining plan and like you pay to get into the dining hall or you like get food on your way, like on your way to class or something, like it's it's free. In the moment, it's free, so you're not spending money every day. Obviously, in the long run, you are, but that's kind of how I saw it. Like, it was already prepaid for, so I always had, like, a, just a little bit of a plan just so I could stop and get a salad. Or and a they had ice cream. Before I was vegan, I would get an ice cream oh, cone I, on a nice day. I used to do that, too, all the time. Yeah. I really loved that. Sometimes I would u- literally use a meal swipe to get a lemonade and an ice cream cone. Yeah, I would, too. I mean, my freshman year, I had unlimited swipes, so I would just, like, go whenever. Literally. I just, like, I was like, I'm getting my money's worth. And at one point before, they didn't let you swipe someone else in, and then they were they started letting people do that but the way they did it was still really like it was really like strict you couldn't just swipe a friend in or you had to like donate a meal swipe to them and go through this like whole process I think or was it I don't know yeah I think they made it harder than it should have been yeah because it's like a lot of the times like at the end of the semester if I have like if there's like two weeks left of classes and I have like 75 meal swipes left, like those meal swipes are just going to go to waste. They don't roll over and they weren't allowing you to like give swipes to friends who maybe not, not like couldn't afford a meal plan or they ran out of like meals and stuff. And I'm just like, I just uh, like the, the meals are already paid for. So it's like, what makes a difference if I eat it or if I swipe a friend and then they eat it? Yeah. Like I just, it's just, it's all about money at the end of the day. And yeah. it's really ridiculous. And sometimes people would literally just give someone else their ID. Yeah. Yeah, I um I did that once or twice. Yeah. But I have another really good dining hall hack. Yes. So if you're anyone like me, large crowds of people, especially at dining halls and trying to find a place to sit, is very nerve-wracking. Like, it's definitely, mm-hmm. it's a very scary thing, especially, like, on your first couple days, like, of college, and you're just, like, in the dining hall with your food, and you're just trying to figure out where to sit. That can be a really stressful thing for people. And over time, I figured out a couple tricks and tips. So the first thing is I always would go right when the dining hall opened. 
So obviously, like, no one was already sitting there. Like, you're one of the first ones in. The food is fresh, just freshly cooked. There's no one sitting down. So you can literally sit wherever you want. You have first pick. And if you can't get in at that time, I'd say go more towards the end. Because what I realized at Plymouth State, it's different for every school, I'm assuming. But all of the sports let out at 6. If you went to the dining hall at 6, then you might as well have just... Just, I don't know, not have gone. Because literally when they get out, all of them go right to the dining hall. And it's packed and it's stressful and it just... Uh, so know when your sports teams get out and avoid that time of the dining hall at all costs. Unless you want to... Unless you like, you know, waiting in line and not having a place to sit. Then by all means, go when the sports teams get out. And if you go in the morning, the food is fresh. Exactly. Alrighty, it's party time, baby. Oops, oops. Okay, um, so we went to school in the mountains of New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and it was cold in the winter, and you know what we would do? We would literally wear, like, party clothes, like crop tops, whatever, underneath a parka. I wouldn't wear a parka. I wore a parka. A hoe like, never gets cold. If it was zero degrees out, I'm so sorry, then I guess I'm not a hoe anymore. Like, I, I didn't. I'm, I'm wearing a parka to the party, but here's the thing. Uh-huh. I wear the parka to the party, right? Yeah. I walk across campus in my parka, Uh nice and warm. I get to the party. I hide my parka in either the washing machine or the dryer because chances are they haven't used it in months if it's a frat house. (laughs) Also, the oven probably never gets used. It is not going to get used in the middle of a party. Maybe not the oven because actually if someone turns it on, but like I've hidden my yeah. my parka in sketchy places. Okay, so that's that's the I reason. I have hid it in an oven before. That's, that's the reason why I don't I didn't like wearing jackets out because my jackets I didn't really have especially when it's that cold. Like I didn't really have a jacket that like I was willing to lose. So I was like I'd rather just be cold than lose this nice jacket. So it had nothing to do with like not wanting to wear a jacket and, like, made my outfit stupid. I just didn't want to lose my jacket. Yeah, that's a really big part of it. Be Um, nice to other girls. This is not high school anymore. mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I just, even now in life in general and also in college, like, I I started doing this in college, and I just do it now. Like, even if I have a couple drinks in, like, I'm a little more, like, social, and, like, I'll say something random to someone. But I, if I see someone and there's something about them that just, like, catches me, like, they're really beautiful or I really like their purse or really like their shoes, I try to make it a point to go out of my way to say that to them because it's, like, this is such a nice thought I'm having. Like, why not verbalize? that to them because then it's just going to make them feel good like and if they're an asshole about it then I'm a, I, that's never then, happened to me but like you know just like when you go out like maybe every time you go out ha- make it a point to compliment just at least one girl you can do more but it just at least one girl or any that's, human you know that's yeah. what and men don't need the compliment yeah they really don't but <laughs> um like honestly though if I meet a woman or a girl who is just like so disrespectful to other women mm-hmm. and like for what reason? Like, if I meet, like, you know, just, like, a mean girl, like, yeah. a stereotypical mean girl, I just get, I feel bad for them. I'm, like, I'm, like, it must suck to be stuck in that mentality. I, I totally agree because it's, like, uh, it's, why be an asshole? Like, oh, maybe there's something going on in their brain or whatever. But, like, life is going to be so much better if you just put a little bit more of light and positivity yeah. into it. And it's, like, maybe it's easier said than dumb for some people. But, like, I, I don't know why people don't just, like, realize that. And we just need to protect each other. I you agree. know what I mean? We need to remember who the real enemy is. Yes, the white man. Yes. No, just, like, you know, the real enemy. The real enemy. Who? You want to know who it is? Who? Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz. Evil Incorporated. 
after hours. <laughs> okay. To be um, very frank. Frank? Who's Frank? Gallagher. Oh, okay. Um, pace yourself at that pregame. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I cannot count the nights that I've gone. I can count a few nights that I've gone a little too hard at the pregame, and I did not make it out to the party. Yeah. Uh, so I I take I take I take a lot of pride in my drinking abilities in college. Um, I feel like I I had a pretty good head on my shoulders, and I I usually pace myself pretty well. Like I never got out of control. Like I know there's there's a couple moments maybe whatever, but like I was always a really careful person. That's just like kind of who I am. Um, but there was one time. It's just one time specifically where I just drank too much and it, it wasn't like, you know, out of control, but I just, I had to go home and vomit. Um, I was at Big Blue and. Oh, no- I had a night at Big Blue yeah, that sent me. Nicole was up and I was just so excited to see my home dog, Nicole. So like at the pregame, I took like a couple Jaeger bombs. I went through a phase where I would take a Jaeger bomb before I went out every night and I would always just like get the perfect amount of drunk. But this night I took two Jaeger bombs and then I had vodka Wet. and then I had wine and then I got to the park. And we met these dope ass girls and they were like yoga instructors and stuff or whatever. We were talking about like crystals and we were vibing and like, yo, let's smoke a joint. I was like, yes, you guys are so awesome. Like, let's smoke a joint. So I smoked the joint and all like six liquors I had in my stomach and the joint just like, you know, met together in my body and I was just cross faded as fuck. And I just like, I, I was like, I got pale and like I got cold and Nicole looked at me and she was like, you want to go home? And I was like, yeah, can we, like, can we go? And then I went home, and I threw up and in the toilet, and then I went to bed. Wow, proud of you for making it to the toilet. Yeah, that's the only time I ever threw up the night of. Okay. Yeah. But you've thrown up the next morning? Oh, I, all the fucking time. That's yeah. just being hungover. That's different. That's yeah. just, ew. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's why we pace ourselves yes. at the pregame. And also, like, I don't usually like to smoke after drinking unless I'm already home for that reason. Yep. Because if I get the spins or whatever, at least I can like go in my bed and have the spins mm-hmm. rather than like be out. Like if some, no, I will I, not yeah. smoke when exactly. I'm really drunk. If I'm a little tipsy, I can smoke or I yes. can smoke before and I'll be fine. Yeah. I like, I usually, that usually doesn't happen to me, but because I was art, I got so drunk so quickly. Yeah. It just like, it was the camel that broke the hay. No, the hay that broke the camel. <laughs> It's the straw that broke the camel's back. That yeah, that's what go. happened. That's to okay. Me. Yeah, you're very very close, but no cigar. Yeah, or no cigarette, as you probably would have said. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Speaking of cigarettes, if I am really really drunk and I smoke one too many cigarettes or even just one, sometimes that will send me over, over yeah, the edge. Yeah, yeah, that actually sent me over the edge the next morning when I wake up. If I ever I if I ever smoked a cigarette the night before, like the taste in my mouth would be so gross. Like I just I'd just be so sick and hungover. Oh, drunk cigarettes were a huge thing in college though oh yeah especially at Plymouth State you know what also there. was a, a way of life what drunk pizza from Keith's, Keith's pizza oh my god just going to Keith's at one in the morning and it being packed with people I'm do you remember that one year with the clowns oh my god Were you we there? need to talk about this okay there was an infiltration at Plymouth it State University of these fucking people that would dress up as clowns. And just stand on the side of the road, like, in the woods, and just, like, stand and look And apparently at you. they were, like, nice people. They were actors. It was an actor and an actress, and they were um, doing a social. I was literally an actor, acting major, and I would not do that experiment. Well, I mean, I guess it's each That's just own. dangerous it, it, for you. Well, so at first it didn't start off like that. They were just trying to do a social experiment, but then, like, the video of them there in Plymouth went viral, and then people started doing it around the country 
country, but the some of these clowns actually started like beating people up and being like really scary. So they obviously they stopped because they were like, we did not mean to start this. Like this is not what we were doing. We were just doing like a social experiment. They didn't. They weren't harm. They weren't harming anyone. No, they right? weren't harming anyone. But it's like a little weird that you'd want to like experiment and go out and scare people. Like yeah. To me, that says that you're kind of getting off off of freaking people out. And, yeah. like, while, like, some people, you'll get hired at a haunted house to do that. Like, to just do that people to the general there. public who yeah. is not asking for it uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is an ick for me. I remember that, like, I, I wasn't there, but I saw Snapchat of this girl, and she was eating pizza, wasted it. Keith's and then she like put her phone up and the clown was just sitting there in the corner like there was Keith was full of like probably like 30 kids just eating pizza and then the clowns were just sitting there watching all the kids eat the pizza I mean yeah they were docile but it was fucking creepy it was very creepy but it started a movement and it was funny I was like Plymouth started that but it started a movement that actually ended up getting a little bit violent and I'm sure that wasn't like what they wanted to do but it's still like you know intent doesn't um what do you say Intent never negates impact. Exactly. Their intent wasn't to do that, but their impact happened. I miss Darty season the most, though. <sighs> yeah, Darty's like, Darty's nowadays, like, it's just brunch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's Did we just do something? Brunch is an adult Darty. Yes. Oh my God. So when you graduate. Ew, I just hate that that sentence just came out of my mouth. It is. When you graduate from college, like you're not going to really see, I mean like every, I guess like people will have like cookouts, I guess cookouts yeah. or darties and stuff, but like the more daily, you know, cause people don't have cookouts all the time, but people have darties all the time, but people go to brunch all the time. I think we can all agree that day drinking is superior. And honestly is because I'm an, I'm a tired person. So like when I'm drinking at night and like, I'm like forced to stay up so late, like at the end of the night, I'm just sitting there and I'm like. I'm yawning right now for the audio listeners. Um, but I just sit there and I yawn. But, like, for day drinking, like, I'm excited. I woke up. Like, I have a fresh night's sleep under my belt. I am ready to, you know, go all day, come home, have a nice dinner, and then go to bed at 10 p.m. and, you know, be good to go. Dude, but Plymouth State was a different breed because you would go to say Secret Beach all day. Oh, my right? God. Right? You would get there probably, like, 11 or 12, yep. start drinking, you're done by like 4 p.m. Everyone mm-hmm. goes home. To the they nap hall. or to the dining hall. Yeah, no, everyone goes to the dining hall. And it's a and party. Then, yep. And then they go home and they nap for like two hours, spend an hour getting ready, and then go out that night. They do it all. They round up the troops. Literally, it is a like, like 24 hour event. Let's go, girls. Let's hit the road. Like spring fling was crazy. Yeah, it was not for the week. I don't know if all schools, I know Plymouth was just a little. We off. were just like, a week. Plymouth has a reputation to be a party school. And yeah. I I, I remember being in college and be like, no, we're not. Look, we were a, well, every school is a party school if you think about it, but like Plymouth State was a party school. Yeah, we would, not even like Secret Beach, but like there'd be random like house starties during the day or whatever. It was such and a fucking fun time. It though. was It was so much fun, but I could never handle that again. Like no. if I'm drinking during the day, I'm sleeping during the night. If I'm uh, drinking during the night, I'm doing something else during the day. I would like, also like to point out that I still had a strenuous amount of classes and did like three extracurriculars and I still had a 3.8 GPA. Yeah. So you can do it all. Well, that's actually something really important to talk about is, mm-hmm. you know, partying in school. At the Balance. end of the day, 
like obviously you're paying for your education but yes. also like part of the college experience is your social life so don't rob yourself of that however you are paying a lot of money to be there to get an education and you can't like you can't forget that you can't get lost in the sauce especially at Plymouth State a lot of people get lost in the sauce yes and like there's been a couple times where I've almost gotten lost in the sauce and like you know been so like obsessed with partying but like I, I ended up making out getting on track whatever but like I was a bio major like had a lot of work whatever and it was just it was it was easy to get lost in the sauce basically yeah. and I had a professor that really made us think about this so if you think about the average cost of each class like divide up your tuition mm-hmm. do some math with your classes um and some classes can be anywhere from like a hundred to two hundred bucks each now every time you want to get taken no literally but like if you divide your tuition I think my class oh you probably paid a lot less than I did then Oh. Because my classes were equal to way more than that. Okay, but, like, on 100 to 5, like, you're missing out on, like, a lot of money every time you skip a class. Yep. So, like, yes, we did party and got drunk, but I didn't do it when I had an 8 a.m. the next day. Like, personally, mm-hmm. did I skip a few classes? Yes. Oh, yeah. But I, you really do need to think about mm-hmm. how much your money you're wasting. And even if your parents are paying for it, it's kind of disrespectful. No, I agree. And honestly, at the end of the day, like sometimes like not even for partying like you need a mental health day you need to skip a class and you need you know whatever but like don't skip classes because of partying because you know just leave those days where you need to skip classes for days where you're waking up and you're just not feeling it and you need just need a break don't waste it on partying like I had my junior and senior year 8 a.m.s Every Friday, and I I went out a couple Thursdays, and I made it to class, and it was miserable, but, like, I I sat out a lot of Thursdays my junior and senior year because I just, like, it was organic chemistry, which honestly, like, is just rude within itself for them to expect me to do organic chemistry at a.m. Yeah, that's... That's just rude in general, but, like, being hungover onto that, like, I would go a couple times hungover, but I'm just like, I might as well not even be here at this point because it's, like, also be present. I guess we can start moving into classes yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. move into that. The um, actual learning part the actual of learning, college. Yeah, yeah, you'll learn a lot. Be present. Take notes. Be present. Do the best you can to, you know, be there. Like I said, being hungover and not paying attention to all class, you might as well not be there. Mm-hmm. And I think this is important a lot for now with classes, a lot of classes being online with COVID. Mm-hmm. I recognize how hard that is. Honestly, if I was in college right now, I would be deferred for until regular school was back because I, I cannot concentrate in online classes. Yeah. Both, both Kayla and I, we talked about how the fact that we're both very hands-on learners. Mm-hmm. Like, you did better in your labs, right? Yes, I did way better in my yeah. labs. And I was a theater major, so I did have a few classes that were sit-down classes, like script analysis, like history classes, all of that. Yeah. But most of my classes were hands-on. Like, I literally had a class where we swing danced and did aerial silks I had a tap dancing class like all of my classes were hand-on so I was able to learn more and I had better grades because I was learned that's how I learned yeah it just it sucks because it's like kind of to get into so I I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was eight years old I was medicated for it my whole life like I've talked about how the medication makes me feel in the past to sum it up it just like it didn't work for me and my personality. Like, it, it did what it was supposed to do, but it stripped me as my personality. So when I got to college, I had more freedom of when I could take this medication and when I couldn't because my mom and my dad were just like, you have to take it before you school go to school in, like, high school and middle school and elementary school. So, like, I really had no choice, but now I had a choice. But... You know, I always have struggled in school. Like, I've, I, I'm a good student, but, like, I, it's never come easy to me. Like, I've always struggled with learning, and 
Um, it has a lot to do with my attention span and my ADHD. And I, it was, it's like people really downplay ADHD sometimes yeah. and make it seem like it's not a big thing. Or but they'll say they have it when they don't. Yeah, it's so much more than just like being able to focus where that honestly definitely hit me the most. But it never got easier for me. It was always very challenging. And college at the end of the day is not designed for people with ADHD or, you know, any learning disability for that matter. I mean, there are some resources but the structure of it makes it really hard for, you know, people like me to thrive in. And I'm sure, like, there's so many other people that, um, you know, feel this way. And I just, like, I did, I did a couple things to kind of help myself throughout it. Um, and like we said before, Plymouth State was a smaller school. So smaller school equals smaller classes. When you are, mm -hmm. if you're in the process right now of trying to pick schools or you're looking to transfer and you're, you know, relating to what I'm saying, pick a school with small class sizes. It is so easy to get lost in a sea of lectures. It yes. is so easy to, you know, not pay attention when the teacher's sitting up there and talking to like 200 kids. They yeah, don't, I not, never had a lecture. Yeah, I had a couple lectures with like 80 kids in it, which was like the biggest class I had. But all of my other classes, like one of my classes was developmental ecology and it was uh, the... The professor was this boss ass woman, and then it was all it was an all woman class. It was six of us, all of us. Oh, sick! And now I did so good in that class because it was so one on one, so hands on, and it was really wonderful. And also, online classes were my downfall. So obviously, like this is a different time. I'm speaking before COVID, if it ever goes back to normal. But for me, it was so. There's not, there's no accountability with online classes. Yeah, that's what struggle, that's where I struggle with like working from home and working on your laptop is I need the accountability. Exactly. To go into class and have to look your professor in the eye, especially if it's a smaller class and like to be present and be there. Like it's kind of rude if you go into a class and you're on your phone all class and, or you're on your computer and you're not paying attention to what they're saying. Like it is, it's kind of rude. Um, so that would help me. Like if I was in class, I was like, okay, I was more conscious. I'm like, I need to pay attention. Like I'm here. Like I need to do this yeah um and also something that we both do it was like going to the library to do work because you wrote that right or yeah did I, I, yeah. I needed to work in the library because my personal space can be so distracting especially in college when like you're in your house and like we all live so close together and there's like people coming in and out or you know there's people in the streets yelling and screaming like I would have to like have my own spot I would either go to the lab or the library and I would sit there and do my work yeah, I, d I definitely, like, couldn't concentrate in my bed or any of that. Yeah. One more, one more tip I have with this for, you know, ADHD and college living. Schedule your classes consecutively. This might not work for everyone, but, like, if you're anything like me, this will do wonders for you. Going from living in your childhood bedroom to living in a dorm can be a jump. I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> Especially if you've never shared a room with anyone before. Yeah, so it, it, it can be... Where where did you live freshman year? Uh, Smith. Oh, I lived in Grafton. So we. Oh, okay. We, we were on the same wavelength. Yeah. So our I think Smith and Grafton were, were set the up, most disgusting. They dorms. were set up the same, but like so you had two sides of the room. Where did you have the two beds on the same side? Yes. You slept literally less than a foot away from, from your, your roommate, yeah from your roommate, and it definitely was an adjustment. I shared a room when I was younger with my brother, but it was like for like I a don't understand years, why there were the two sides. So they were it was a small room to begin with and then there was this weird cement wall that it didn't it didn't go 
down the whole room. It was just like a divider of half the room. Yeah. So you either had like both of your desks on one side and both of your beds on one side, or someone would, one side was smaller than the other. Some people did put one bed on one side and one bed on the other. Yeah, I know that, but the person with the bed on the further side from the door got the good, the yeah. good one because it's a, there's no excuse to go back there, but then like you would have to walk through and always see. So yeah, me and my roommate, we just had the beds on the both sides. Yeah, me too. Luckily, so she was super cool. I found her on the Facebook group. That's a thing. If you're looking for a roommate, so I went to school with one of my best friends, Madison, like at like at the time we were in high school, and we both decided we were like, we're very good friends now, and we know that, and we know we're going to stay very good friends, but like we should just get different roommates and not live together. Who was Madison's roommate? This this random girl. Oh, okay. Um, and so I found Meg, and she found this random girl, but... She didn't actually end up making roommates with that girl. I mean, making friends with that girl, but she lived in the same building. I, I wouldn't have met you if me and Madison roomed together freshman year because she met Jack and Mikey because they lived next door, door to her, and then that became our friend group. Mm-hmm. So, like, we made that decision. We were like, we're very good friends, and we have a very bad habit of only socializing with, with each other. So we were like, we need to live apart so we can make more friends. And then finally, our junior year, we, we made our friends, and we're like, okay, we can live together yeah, now. Yeah, we were all, that's how we met, and we were all part of the same friend exactly, group. Exactly, because we, we had a shitty time our sophomore year. I'll get into a little bit after we go down more of the dorm life. Yeah, I found my roommate on Facebook, and it was okay until she caught me smoking pot in our room. You mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah, I'm over it. I um, got locked out because she was having sex with her boyfriend half uh, the time, so like it was fine. Yeah, my, my roommate, I found her. The first thing she said to me, she's like, this isn't going to work if if you're not okay with weed because she's like, I cannot function without smoking. And I was like, all right, where do I sign? She was awesome. She just ended up not coming back to Plymouth. But like, if you're listening, Megan, like she was literally, I got so lucky. Like we literally would sit in bed. She had the packs you know, the packs, mm-hmm. and we just hit the packs, and we'd pass it back and forth, and we watched Grey's Anatomy. That's when I started watching Grey's Anatomy. We watched Weeds. We watched Parks and Rec. I loved Weeds. We literally, we watched every TV show together. We just laid in bed and got high and just, like, watched all these TV shows, and it was just so much fun. Like, and we had such a, like, mutual respect for each other, and we both, like, really cared about each other, like, in our yeah. well-being. It was just, it was a really good situation, which didn't prepare me for the next year, but. um, my You know Sarah? So Sarah and Devin were roommates freshman year and they had one roommate who was a crazy pants. Oh. So they were they were in a, a, a triple and their one roommate came in and was like, I'm getting the biggest closet, I'm getting this, I'm getting that and she was just a nightmare. And when I remember one night we all went out together and I like gave her an attitude or something because she just gave me icky vibe. And like she was just like so bad and her boyfriend even talked shit about her. Like it was <laughs> it was weird. Um and so she, we were all out one night and I think I like gave her attitude or something or I just wasn't giving her the time of day. And she was like, I don't want to go. I can tell Val doesn't like me. And then it turned out that she was a piece of shit. So yeah, I didn't like her. Ew. Yeah. No, shitty roommate situations do happen. And obviously like you got to do what you can, but like when you're talking to people online and you're trying to, you know, figure out who's good and who's bad, like someone might, you might think you might like someone and you might not. Um, I had a really crazy situation happen to me sophomore year. So Megan didn't come back. Um, no. and we, we signed the rooming agreement together mm-hmm. and she decided she wasn't coming back after we signed it, like in the summer. So I, um, 
I was in a double in one of the nicer dorms, Langdon, by myself. And I get I kept getting emails to like, if you don't find a roommate by this date, like we're just gonna assign you someone random. So I was like trying to find a roommate so I could at least pick who would live with me instead of someone random. And I was friends with this girl and she was like, Oh, like my friend's super cool. Like she um she's looking for a roommate, like her situation's not working out, like her roommate's a little crazy and she's looking to move out. And I was like, Oh yeah, cool, like let's all hang out and like let me meet her really quick and I'll like make a decision. And so we we all got lunch like we all sat down and we all were chatting and she was super cool and super nice and we vibed pretty well and I was like honestly good enough like this is fine like we vibe we don't even have to be best friends or hang out but like it was fine oh my goodness gracious mother of pearl this I ended up moving out like after two months this girl like and, and like she had a lot of issues mental health wise and something that I was really happy that I could realize, like, I, I did what I could to, like, make her feel comfortable and make her, you know, like, you know, comfortable just around me and, you know, take her mental health serious. But at the end of the day, and this is so important to know that other people's mental health is not your responsibility, like, you can care and you can be passionate and you can do what you can to a limit but at the end of the day sometimes people just need way more help than like any regular person can give you so just take that with a grain of salt when if you're going through something and you know it just it ended up ending really bad and she ended up just like leaving school because she just was not mentally you know there to be in school and she made the decision to leave which was great but I'm not going to go into detail about like what happened or anything but like I said like you're not responsible yeah you're not responsible for people's mental health like you can be compassionate you can care but don't let that affect your well-being too yeah and that's all I have to say about that mic drop also um on the other spectrum of things please Get some shower shoes. Oh, my God. If you're using a communal shower, you need a shower caddy, you need a good towel, good bathrobe, and you need a fair pair of fucking flip-flops. If you shower barefoot in college in a communal shower, I'm so scared for you. Yeah, and another thing that you can do, they obviously clean the showers daily. Take Take a note. Look at when the cleaning ladies go and when they clean the showers. Know the times that they go and try to plan your showers around that, like right after they're done cleaning because yeah. you know you got the fresh, the freshly cleaned shower. I, I if Obviously, if your schedule doesn't permit that, then whatever. But if you can swing it, do it. That was so, I, I hope I never have to go back to sharing a shower. If uh, No, yeah, no. That was I can't imagine a situation. And then, like, I don't know, some people just have bad shower etiquette. Like, like Hair. they would, like, play really bad music or, like, I don't care if you play music, but just don't play bad music. <laughs> you could sing in the shower, too, if you're good, but if you suck, shh. I'm just kidding. No, anyone can sing. Please, please no, sing. it's just so, it was, the shower. soul. The showers could be really, like, uh, it could be a really bad experience if you didn't play your cards right. So just yeah, yeah be cleanly, be cleanly, be clean, and be, be smart. Cleanly, be smart. Also, let's move on to last but not least, utilizing your resources. So mm-hmm. especially if you're living on campus, there are, or even if you're not living on campus, when you with your college tuition, with being a student there, there are so many things that are going to be offered to you that yes. usually you will not find in the the real world. Like I don't have a free gym membership anymore. Nope. I don't have access to free therapy nope. and I don't have access to free well I do have healthcare. I have health insurance. But like it, 
Yeah, but it was like healthcare oh, was included there. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's start with therapy because that's one of the only times you'll really have access to really accessible free therapy, at least where we were. Did you do the on-campus therapy? I did. I had to go to therapy. I was like a very stressed. I was going through some rough times in college. I never, I never did it. I, I was feeling. I remember I was feeling a little overwhelmed at one point, and I thought about doing it, and I just never ended up doing it. But I wish no, I did. No, and they were great. There was one day I was having. So I actually went to therapy. I made the mistake of having. Um, my appointment be in the morning before one of my classes. And it just, like, my appointment brought up, like, a lot of demons. And, like, yeah. I was just, like, really overwhelmed. And then I got to class and I started having a panic attack. And mm. my my professor sent me home. I was like, I can't. I'm sorry. Like, I went to therapy before this. But, like, I can't do that before yeah. class. So okay. be smart with your schedule. Because a lot of my theater classes also were, like, very vulnerable classes. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I just make sure you're um, scheduling it. And in general, your therapy appointments so... I don't know. Sometimes, like, they can bring up things, and, like, yeah. I didn't have enough time to fully let that all settle. Because it's not like you were going to class and sitting there and letting, like, listening to someone speak. Like, you had to use your body, and you had to use yeah, your Yeah, and words, so they so. actually, I called the place, and I was like, I'm having a panic attack, and they let me come back, and they, like, helped me. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so okay. they were really, really great. Also, we had not the best gym, but we did have access to a gym, and that's what got me into fitness was college. Yeah, it definitely, like, I... I was, like, at the, the gym at colleges can be a little overwhelming sometimes. Like, I started going to the downstairs gym when I started going with you because it's just, like, a lot of a lot of men, and it just, like, it's very, and I know I'm not the only one that feels like this, but find a buddy that knows what they're doing so you can feel more comfortable, and that's what Val did for me, and then I would end up, I went by myself a couple times. It's still, like, a little scary because it's like, oh, like, there's a kid I hooked up with last night. He's like, yeah, yeah I, that, always in the gym. Yeah, no, I, I didn't, I like, I liked going to the gym and working out, but I'd rather go Also, with half of our friends worked at the gym. Yeah, oh, that, and that's also, like, what made me more comfortable is seeing their faces. Yeah, they would just be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That was helpful. That was good. Um. Okay, so, yeah, utilize that because it's also, like, when you're learning and you're in, like, that school setting, working out constantly or, like, and having a good workout regime mm-hmm. is going to keep your head more clear. You're going to be able to focus better in your classes, uh-huh. and you're going to be getting more out of your education. And even, you know what I mean? Even just to, like, work that into your routine and make it more, like, structured and, you know, it just – It's it going to release it's overall, stress. It's yeah. overall just – it's good for you, and mm-hmm. if, if you can and you're capable – and you want to, like, you should totally yeah. do it. Yeah, and if, like, if the gym isn't your thing, if your college has intramural, intramural sports... I wish I did that. That is a great way to make friends and stay active. Yeah, I did you do, you didn't do any of that, did I you? did not. However, there was a dodgeball intramural, and I wish I had done that, because I am sick at I, dodgeball. I feel I'm like... I'm so good. I'm not the same person I was in college. I feel like I've definitely grown more into myself, but I feel like if we were ourselves right now what we are now when we were both in college I feel like we would have like done something like that and we would have just dominated the league oh yeah we would have definitely we would have made an all-girl dodgeball team and we would have been sick yeah because we dodge balls all the fucking time as women (laughs) and another so another resource that you should use you should utilize is tutoring I'm not sure if all colleges have this but I, I think it's pretty common but um, a lot of majors, like I was a bio major, so there were people within my major who were just really good at one class, and so they were tutors, and they got paid for it. So if you're mm-hmm. really good at, here's another, if you're really good at tutoring, I mean, yeah, on the other end of it, and you need some extra money, you can be a tutor. So chemistry was like, like ugh, my no-go. So every chemistry class I took, I had the same tutor, shout out to Maggie, she taught me a lot. Like what we would do is we would meet up in the hub, like we'd get dinner sometimes, 
And then she would just, you know, go through my homework with me. And, like, if I had a question, like, she would explain it to me. And it was really wonderful. It was that one-on-one, like, tutoring that I needed. Like, so if I, I just didn't have to, like, ask a question in front of everyone. It was like, you're here to help me. And I'm going to, you know, take advantage of that and let you help me. So, yeah. tutoring. I think that also, like, if you have work study and you're offered that, a lot of the work study jobs are literally just jobs. Like, for me, I was an assistant, and I did mm-hmm. have a lot of work, but I also had a lot of downtime that I was literally yeah. able to just sit at a desk and get my homework done. I, there are so many jobs actually, like that in college. I want to talk about my college job. It's Honestly, if I could do that for a career for the rest of my life, financial services, me and Madison, my roommate, I got her a job there. It was literally the best job I ever had. So I was in the hub and it was across the hall from the student activities office. And then I was in um, financial services, which is basically we financially provided money for clubs and organizations. So they'd come in. My job was to sit at a desk and someone would come in and be like, hi, I need to take out a P card, which is a purchase card. And I would just sign them out and give them the card. And that's literally all I had we to had do. We had a P card for our acapella group. Yeah, they would come in and get it yep. from me. And it was literally, there was like, it was an all-woman office. It was like whoever was the student. And then it was the two Michelles, um, Deb. Literally, Deb is literally my favorite person ever. There's just such a fun time. And like, there's so much drama within like them and the student activities office. And we would just like eavesdrop and just like watch them fight. It was just really fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I literally, so I was the office assistant. Yeah. um, And one of the student liaison, like, managers for uh, the theater department. And I was also a TA. So, like, I was tight with all my professors, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that was, so if you can get a job within your department that's also yeah I actually I was a TA for botany and I also Mm -hmm. I got paid to do research in the lab which was super cool Uh, so I had a job there too but yeah yeah, work if you can get a job where like you're working at a desk and you can like do your schoolwork do it because I Madison the reason why I got her the job at mine because her job was so stressful and was stressing her out and they were making like she had just so much that she had to do for that job and I'm like that's the last thing you, you need, need in college when you're in college is to have an on-campus job that stresses you out what like was she, it, what was she doing um she was working for Dr. Czar who was like a top guy like whatever and like she would like be on panels like if someone was caught plagiarizing like she would have to like decide if they were guilty or not it was just like a lot of she kind of enjoyed that part a little bit yeah but like it was just a big job to handle so I was like dude you get paid the same over here and we don't do anything and there's a lot of fucking tea so like come on over and they they loved us there but if you're in a like on-campus job and it's stressing you out it is not worth that minimum wage there's definitely another one yeah take take go somewhere where you can do your work and take your classes and do what yeah. you gotta do um also uh for health services you can usually get free condoms and free tampons there oh. so there's no excuse for you to not be wrapping it up in college please wrap it up wrap i don't it. care if you're on the pill wrap it up and also most schools offer free testing so get tested on the reg if you're having multiple partners no love no, no shame love. in the game but let's let's be staying safe out yeah there, that's, that's, a, that's also like a big there's thing. no slut shaming as long as we're being smart yeah like you, you do what you want in college but you just need to be smart and you need to be safe and just that's all and you can get stds from oral sex so be careful baby girl just like you can get pregnant off of (laughs) pre-cum yeah exactly so where can you find us on the social meds kayla you can find us at 20 watt pod on twitter instagram 
TikTok, not Facebook, and on our website, 20whatpod.com. Or you can email us if you have any funny college stories or any questions for us at 20whatpodcast at gmail.com. We also have a really cool cannabis podcast that you should check out at Redefined on Instagram. You should definitely check it out. Yeah. It's really fun. Exactly. And my personal Instagram is Val Eats Veggies, and my TikTok is Wumbro. That's Umbro with a W. And I am Kayla Nicole X16 across all the things that I'm on. Mm-hmm. She's a simple gal. And as always, my name is Val. And my name is Kayla. And this has been the Amanda Show. (laughs) And we will see See you next Tuesday. Tuesday.